Hey, hello everyone out there. Welcome to yet another episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and joining me, as always, via the internet, because that's how we do this now, Tyler. <laughs> What's up? Oh, man. I am... I don't know. I... I, I am, I'm just kind of here. I, it's, 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 that's just my state of being. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... um. Yeah, it's not really been a great weekend for me either, and 2020 keeps rolling on. Mm-hmm. For sure. It sure does, and it doesn't look like it's getting much better. <laughs> nah, definitely not. Um, I'm a tired boy. Turns out, you know, mowing the lawn in the summer, no matter what time you try to do it, just sucks. Mm. It's yeah. so hot. Hot. Even when you're mowing it fucking... Nine ten in the morning. It's hot. No, you got to get up. You got to get it super fucking early for that. Yeah. You got you to gotta <laughs> mow as soon as the as soon as the sun comes up, peeking over the horizon. Yeah. That's when you got to mow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that that stuff sucks. I also our kitten learned that uh, the countertop is a place that she can jump up to now, and. Now she knows there's food up there that is not cat food, but it's food, and she can eat it. And so it's been a nonstop battle today, and she ended up eating uh, part of my wife's salad that she was having for lunch. We just a caught her. Salad. She was, yeah, yeah. It was it was funny. We're like, where is she? She's really quiet. And then just turn around, and bam, she's got like this honking thing of lettuce hanging out of her mouth. She's just chomping away on it. She's it's out of control. She's She's got a lot of energy and I'm a little upset that she discovered that. I'm, I'm yeah. Every day I'm like man, this is the only place that she has not figured out that she can jump up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah. That, now she did. So We'll see. It's probably going to be a nightmare, like cooking and stuff like that. Yeah, it, you got you got the spray bottle ready. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. We've we we have it ready, and uh, we actually ended up spraying her a couple of times to where it looked like she was soaked. And it's like you feel bad, but you're like you're trying to teach her, but at the same time, she doesn't. She doesn't fucking care. She's just gonna jump up there, and then. To make it even worse is that my older one loves to get up there too. So mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be bad. <laughs> uh, but oh well. Yeah. Cats. Yeah. Cats. How are your I, cats? Uh, my cats are great. Uh, the ones that I have inside and the ones that are outside are all great. Hmm. Uh, the outs- two of the outside cats now come inside when they feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> so they just hang around? Yeah, they just hang around. Uh, one of them really loves the dog. Like, really loves the dog just whenever the dog's laying around. This cat will just come up and start snuggling with it. <laughs> nice. Uh, That's cool. Then I, I taught him to play with this one toy that my cats are too lazy to play with. And, uh, yeah, it's entertaining. Uh, but sometimes you have to put them out, and they don't want to go back outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Nice. They eat the dog food, too. Like, they, 
Wow. It's 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 funny. They they come in and go to the dog food and uh yeah. Yeah, that's that's funny. Cats just like food. I don't really think they they care. I mean, I I can I can get with that. I I like I also like food. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. Food is good. Oh man. So, I mean, speaking of good, well, well, I guess. But what what's your opinion on that F one race today? Okay, I have a better one. Speaking of food, I've been feasting on some racing this weekend. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's uh, good. I'll get to the Formula One race, but first, I watched that Xfinity Series race at Road America. Oh, yeah. That was fun. It, it got wet in the middle there for a bit. Yeah. I, I I didn't watch too much of it, but I did see that it got wet and always kind of fun to see stock cars racing in the rain. Yeah. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially on a road course. Oh, my God. Yeah. Those yeah. cars were not meant to be on a road course. <laughs> you can just tell just by the way that they're handling and, like, having watched other series run at Road America, like, uh, I mean, IndyCar, of course, they, they're open-wheel cars, but even, like, uh, when IMSA goes there, even, like, the lower class, like, the GTD cars have a better, like, handle of that track. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But... Yeah, it was it was fun. I, I I enjoyed watching that race. I watched a little bit of the Michigan uh, NASCAR race, but not much. Mm. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get to watch that either. Uh, but yeah, then uh, this morning I didn't even start today with Formula One. I started today with uh with uh, MotoGP. Oh yeah, I did see that was on like super early. Yeah, How I was, was over on that was yeah that was that was good. Uh, this. Apparently, this rookie who the, it was his third race won. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, uh, and Damn. Yeah, it, it it was wild because uh, I think they were racing in Portugal, and the track temperatures were just so fucking intense Ooh. that like so, a lot of uh, riders had their tires just like fucking fall off a cliff. But yeah. I mean, to to a similar extent, tires were also the issue in Formula One. Oh yeah, absolutely. They went. They did the thing. They went to the softer compounds this week. Yeah. Um. And yeah, that that was uh, interesting. I mean, as interesting as it can be when it's just Max Verstappen chasing down the Mercedes every fucking week. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, that's that's the thing. I think if. They did not have those softer tires. I don't think that race would have been fun to watch at all. Mm-hmm. But just because they had the softer tires and Mercedes was really struggling, and also just Max Verstappen's team just going really outside the box in a way on strategy. I, I, I and a lot of different people having different strategies. I, I thought it made it kind of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Even though nothing like super crazy happened, but I'm like, dude, let's bring the softer tires every week. Fuck it. Well, I mean, I I was watching with uh, some people. Like, I, I'm in a Discord server where we watch uh, the races together, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it, it was kind of a joke. You remember last week when uh, Alex Albon punted off Kevin Mag- Magnuson, <laughs> trying to pass up the inside? Yeah. Well, this week, all of Albon's passes were on the outside. Every yeah. single one. Yeah. <laughs> he kept yeah. going around the outside, so yeah. We 
we got outside Alvin this week. Yeah. <laughs> he passed a lot of cars today, yeah. too. He went uh, from ninth to fifth? Yeah. Yeah. And then Nico Hulkenberg, not, not bad. I mean, the racing points weren't that great in the race, but he qualified third. I know. He hasn't been racing. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, that, that was that was pretty crazy to see. And then I just didn't understand why they pitted him at the end. That yeah, was kind of weird. I mean, what, from what I heard uh, is that, like, there were, they were noticing some sort of vibration on the car. Oh. And they wanted to pit him. But I don't get why they put the softs on. Yeah. Because, like, those tires are just were just bad like nobody yeah. even nobody wanted to take them to start the race i don't think anyone else really if i'm remembering correctly i don't think anyone else even put them on no no they did not but yeah uh, I don't yeah know. it was just really good to see like just something different in a way like it wasn't just mercedes domination someone else won and I don't know. It was just nice to nice to see that stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be really interested to see what happens when they start racing tracks that these drivers haven't been on. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, That'll yeah. be fun, fun to see. I'm I'm excited for the rest of the season. And and it also like, I wish Verstappen didn't have uh, an issue with the in the first race in Austria. Because I think he could have been up there with with Lewis Hamilton, at least in terms of being close mm-hmm. in points. Now he's like thirty behind, but he's been pretty pretty good this year. Yeah, and uh, with this shortened season, anything can happen. A few DNFs or mechanical problems. Oh yeah, and, that could uh, be it. Yeah, it could bust this wide open. Yeah, absolutely. And then <laughs> I also love just how. It's just kind of mind-blowing how bad Ferrari is. I know (laughs) Leclerc came home fourth, and he's really been, like, outperforming with how bad those cars are this year compared to how Mm -hmm. they usually are. But, man, Vettel. (laughs) I love when, like, in the middle of the race when they played that clip of him over the radio where he's just, like, pissed at his fucking team. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah. That that relationship's not going to end well. It's not... Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe maybe he just retires after this. Maybe he's maybe. done. Maybe he's fucking fed up with this sport. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he just wants to go home and repair his motorcycles. That's, <laughs> that's his hobby. He works on old motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. I also did not see all of this, but I guess um, I saw on uh, F1's Instagram of. They posted something about all the driver changes for next year, which oh, I didn't right. see that, like, um, Carlos Sainz, I, I believe, is going yeah. to Ferrari. I mm-hmm. didn't know that. Um, I don't think Red Bull has anyone signed for next year except for Verstappen, which would be interesting to see who goes there because I don't think they're uh, – I think Albon's going somewhere else. I'm trying to pull up that picture that I saw really quick. Mm. Where are you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Botas is signed with Mercedes, which who wouldn't re-sign with Mercedes? Hamilton's not re-signed, but let's be honest. It's going to yeah. re-sign. Um, Alonso, Fernando Alonso is coming back next year, which is pretty yep. cool. Uh, taking Daniel Ricciardo's seat, 
and Ricardo's going to McLaren. Yep. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, the same two Williams drivers are going to be there, but <laughs> not like they're going to do anything. Hey, yeah, I mean, <laughs> their car is better this year. It, it is. It is. It, it absolutely is. And and honestly, I I really think I would love to see at least George Russell in like a really good car because I feel like he could probably win some races. Mm-hmm. He's pretty. He's a pretty good driver. But but yeah, that's get, that's it so yeah, far. This is the year that George Russell actually gets experience racing against other cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because he wasn't doing that last year. Yeah. I can't wait until um, Hamilton just says, fuck this shit, and goes to, like, Alfa Romeo. Well. Why not? <laughs> this, this certainly, Alfa's in, like, a shit spot. Yeah, they are. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Kimi Raikkonen hung it up after this year because this is it it can't be fun to be back there no. every fucking week. No. For sure. Be interesting next year, I guess, where some drivers go. I mean, I guess more looking forward to 2022. Yeah. Season when everything changes up, but still. Yeah. Spain I, next week. Yeah, I enjoy that track more than Silverstone. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's that's a really fun track. Um, but I've been racing other tracks in <laughs> F1 2020. Uh, I got through Singapore and Sochi, and uh, rewarded myself with the with the beautiful Suzuka Circuit and uh, Circuit of the Americas. Mm-hmm. Ah, mm-hmm. that was that was so much. <laughs> that was a relief. I, you know, the the real bastard thing that happened was that both uh, Singapore and Sochi both had uh, rain towards the end of the race. Mm. And that pissed me off, because I already... <laughs> especially for Singapore, I already think that truck is, th- that track is uh, pretty difficult to drive in the dry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Sochi's just boring. It's a bunch of long straights and 90-degree turns. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it like there there I think there are at least four or five just like ninety degree turns at the end of a straight. <laughs> yeah. For the most part. But yeah, I don't know. I I am going to finish up the season sometime soon. Going right to Mexico on. next. <laughs> I uh I finished my season. Oh, great. <laughs> I thought I did a lot of racing this week, but you <laughs> yeah, I just, it's all I kind of felt like playing for the most part, and I'm like, I'm getting close to the end, and this game's still all I really want to play right now, so that's what I'm going to do. And, uh, so yeah, I, f- I finished it up. Um, I won, <laughs> I won at Singapore. I really shouldn't have, uh, because I was, I felt like I was just kind of hanging on to the lead. I had Hamilton and Botas behind me like the entire race uh and then yeah rain came for me as well and i just i don't know laid down a couple really great laps right at the very end and got around hamilton on the last lap it was that was fun um sochi i lost actually like with like four laps left i got passed Mm -hmm. by botas and um and then yeah japan was like really bad for me oh man uh, 
You don't have the rhythm. Dude, yeah, that track is all about rhythm, and I just, I just struggled, dude. It was really bad. So I start, I qualified. I forget. I think I qualified like fourth or fifth. It wasn't too bad, and then got a great start. Uh, jumped out to the lead, held the lead for about four laps, and then somewhere, somehow, I got uh, front wing damage, and. I, I, I straight up don't remember how that even happened because it was like four laps later. I'm like, dude, my car feels like a truck right now. I can't turn, uh, especially during that, that really kind of windy section of that track when you're supposed to really be able to turn. And um, it just was not going for well for me. I dropped back a bunch of spots, and yeah, then I pit. I pit, ended up pitting a little bit earlier than I should have because I'm like, I can't fucking deal with this right now. And um, just, yeah, just struggled. I, I think I finished ninth, mm-hmm. but just was not a great race for me. And and at that point, I didn't have that big of a championship lead, and then Botas won that race, and I finished ninth. And so the championship lead was, like, super tight. Um, and then I'm trying to remember... I ended up winning at Circuit of the Americas, which was a fun race. I'm trying to remember. I'm totally blanking on the last couple. There's Brazil, Abu Dhabi, and... Uh, <laughs> why am I blanking on this? What's right after Circuit of the Americas? That's Mexico. Mexico, right, yes. Mexico pissed me off. Because, well, let me back up. Right, right after Circuit of the Americas, I'm like, fuck. I uh, should have managed my engine a little bit better. And I'm like, you know, championship's tight. I have three races left, and I really I need to make it for sure. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to get penalized, but I'm going to build an, an entire new engine. I don't care. And then I qualified at Mexico. Qualified... We're pretty high up, and they had a 60-grid penalty on me, <laughs> which I just made me laugh. Uh, so I started dead last, worked my way up through the field pretty well, and ended up getting up to second, and then I completely screwed myself on strategy, and then rain came, and it just it didn't work out for me. I think I still finished all right. Um, in an alright spot. I don't remember where I finished, but that that didn't work out for me. Um, but then ended up winning at Brazil, and that sort of sealed it for me in terms of the championship. I literally ended that race with a 26-point lead, mm-hmm. uh, which was awesome. And so, yeah, went to Abu Dhabi and just had a fun race. Yeah. And so that's that's where it is. And what a, what a game, what a career mode. I loved everything about it and uh yeah it was it was incredibly fun and and i think uh i'm not gonna start a new season anytime soon but i would like to do another season i think still in f1 2020 and um definitely like like at the end of the race you or end of the season you get a bunch of shit and you get a lot of money which is awesome Mm -hmm. and so 
invested a lot into a lot of different things, which I really want to see how that works out. Plus, I completely changed the look of my car and my team, which now I look fucking lit. And so, yeah, I definitely want to do another season at some point in this game. But what a great, great experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, do you have a taste for other racing? <laughs> Uh, to other racing to get into, like, ha- outside of this? Yeah. Um, maybe. I'm not, I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't thought about it too much. I'm saying Project Cars 3 comes out this month. It does, yes. <laughs> it does. And apparently yeah. it's going to be more like a Forza Motorsport than, uh, than mm. what it previously had been. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I might, I might check that out. We'll see. We'll see. Are you uh, you leading the championship at all in your season? Yes, I am leading the championship. I yeah. Uh, an unfortunate thing happened in the rain to the Mercedes cars. Uh, they tried to pass me, and uh, they locked up and smashed their front wings into the back of me. <laughs> oh wow, wow! So that uh, that set them back. Give that me set a nice them back. Lead. Gave me nice. A- I didn't try it, but the yeah. AI was insistent on trying to get past, and uh, I don't know. I just I just took my line. I didn't do any crazy blocking or anything like that. They just locked up. Yeah. It, it, it happens, honestly, and that's that's one thing I really like about this game. I just think the AI is really, really great, and uh, Hamilton, for me, was in the running. It was like me, Botas, and Hamilton, basically, and... Uh, he was leading at Mexico, and uh, just all of a sudden something happened. I didn't see what it was, but it popped up and said Lewis Hamilton's out of the race. And I'm like, well, there there goes his hopes for winning any of this. So really, I just need to make sure I'm beating Botas and ended up doing that. Yeah. One thing I will say about this is that I really fucking suck at the virtual safety car restarts. I always feel like oh, I yeah. lose time. Yeah, me too. I, I feel like I lose a lot of time when those come out too. It's it's such a um, a hard game to play with, like the the delta and everything. You gotta pay attention to, and yeah, I feel like I lose a lot of time that way too. There's a couple races, China being one that I just felt like I lost a ton of time because a virtual virtual uh, safety car came out. Yeah. I feel like virtual safety cars, at least for me, they didn't come out as much as they did in F1 2019. Uh, I don't know if that's a setting or whatever, but uh, I felt like in F1 2019, when I played through a season in that game, there was probably one of them per race, almost. And I, I you would go multiple races yeah, during this one without one, which, I mean, is probably realistic, honestly. Um Full course cautions don't happen a lot in F1, but... Yeah, the way the tracks are designed, it's like they're designed so that uh, if a crash does happen, they can quickly get the car cleaned up off the track, so... Right, right. Or they can move the car to a place where it isn't a problem. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh... I, I guess that's it for we we talked for what twenty minutes here about racing Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I did play other video games that aren't racing. I mean, well, the only other one that I played outside of Divinity, which we can talk about, I did play 
uh, another good chunk of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, I am on Chapter 16 now. Awesome. Uh, so I think I have... I think there's three three more chapters left. and uh, Yeah, things are kind of ramping up. Chapter 15 was really cool, honestly. It was uh, fairly linear, but I liked kind of the environments that you were going through and a lot of the battles were really really fun uh in the boss fight right at the end was a lot of fun as well um but i did end up doing more of the side quest than i wanted to and honestly it's because a a number of them are kind of connected to each other in a way like you got to finish this one to progress the other one and so i i didn't do all of them i think i had like three left and maybe i should have done them but i'm just like i just don't I don't really give a fuck about this. Like, I'm not getting a lot of rewarding things out of this right now, and I don't feel the need to like need uh, to like grind it all to level up. Um, so I did do like the necessary ones where you get uh, a good weapon for Barrett is one of them that you can do, and um, it that that quest honestly was cool because it ended up in a really epic boss fight. Um, so yeah, did did some of them, but then I was like, I'm just gonna gonna move on, and, and after that, it is like a point of no return sort of thing. So, but yeah, looking forward to it. I think that's gonna be my my focus until I finish it. Maybe this week, we'll see. All right, that sounds uh, yeah, that sounds like a lot, a lot of Final Fantasy you've been playing. Yeah. Um, I think I'm up to 30 hours right now into this game, so it is it is a long game. I still feel like I probably it's only have, part one. Only part one. I know. Like I, I, it wouldn't shock me if I even between these three chapters, I still have seven, eight hours left, maybe. So yeah, uh, what we I guess we can talk quick about Divinity Original Sin two. Yes. That game's still amazing. <laughs> yeah, even... Yeah, it's... I really like my character now. My characters mm-hmm. all... They're, they're good. Fane is great. Fucking Beat is just... Man. You could just slap the fuck out of Meat and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even even when I look at, I'm like, man, you're down to like half health, and I'm like, ah, that's not that's not good. Maybe, oh, that's maybe. still more than <laughs> I, my health yeah. and armor combined. Exactly. I, I look over, I like hover over to see how much you actually have, and I'm like, well, that's still more health than I have on either of my characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's awesome. We got into some really cool cool quest lines. Um, you know, the whole thing with the dwarves was really interesting. Yeah. Um, the whole thing with this paladin leader, I feel like that came to a really interesting close. That was a depressing battle. Um, we had to keep a certain character alive, or yeah. it would be beneficial if we did. And it literally came down to, like, the last turn. Yeah, the last guy <sighs> was a fucking vindictive little fuck, and it targeted the one yes. guy we wanted to keep alive. Yes. And we probably could have had him dead sooner if, like, he kept kind of popping around the map. And, like, there was a point where uh, you as Fane, like, totally should have been able to hit him, but you couldn't. So, 
ah, that that was that was really depressing. Yeah, I mean, I guess the thing is, I I should have asked you to teleport him into like a corner somewhere. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. That's good away point. from the fighting because yeah. he got he got hit with some AOE stuff also. Yeah, I should have thought about that. Um, whatevs. But well, yeah, we're continuing on. Yeah, we are. We got we got some stuff to get into. <laughs> the last, you know, couple battles that we did in this fucking area where we're investigating something about the lizards. Yeah, the um, lizard embassy. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, just talk about annoying. Like there, it's basically these enemies that uh, find once you take them out, they find fire, cursed, cursed fire. fire. And that brings them back, so you have to take out the cursed fire and then kill them. And man, that was just so annoying. Yeah, but I, I also it, say, it, was, it was also different though. It was different than any it was. other fight we did. It was for sure, absolutely. I mean, I'm also thinking like, you know, because we're playing with a couple of added benefits. Yeah, I guess. Uh, with, yeah. You know, we use a bedroll that brings our source points back as well as healing us. I just wonder, like, if we weren't playing with that, like, that fight would have sucked. Oh, yeah. Honestly, it really would have been bad. Because um, we can use our source points to, to cure that fire. But um, I will say, though, you know, I feel like we're... We should maybe uh, take a stab at that Kraken here sometime soon. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe it's time. Yeah. May- may- maybe we take a stab, see how it goes compared to last time, and then, I don't know, see if we need to, you know, get better shit, come back to it. But I want to kill that thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> Make some calamari. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's yeah, I I really like Divinity Original Sin 2. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I mean, we talked about it on the news or anything. Or if we did, we only briefly mentioned it, but uh Baldur's Gate 3 is not coming to early access yeah. this month. I was just going to say that. Yeah. So, it's going to take a little bit longer for that, which is fine. We still have to finish this Larian Studios game. Yeah. I think I think that'll work out perfectly probably i they do have a stream i guess they're doing on the 18th which it sounds like they will reveal a date there mm-hmm. so looking forward to that yeah uh anything else you got uh I... no that's it for me yeah i'll only briefly touch on it because uh i mean i i don't I don't feel a particular way about it, but I, I keep playing Ghost of Tsushima. I keep clearing more of the map. It, mm-hmm. It's just the thing that's there. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it. It's just I don't really... I don't feel much of anything about it. Uh, I I don't know. It's It probably sounds a little bit more mean than I, than I intend it to, but, like, it's just... It's just one of those... Yeah. It is. It's just one of those. And yeah. that's fine. But you're not going to make that much of an impression on me if you're just going to make one of those. Right. And when I say one of those, I mean a Far Cry slash Assassin's Creed-like game. 
All right. Well. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. I don't think I've played anything else. I mean, I've been... Well, I installed... I, I patched my my install of Final Fantasy fourteen in Ooh. preparation for the uh, 5.3 update coming out this week. So, yeah, I'll is, be back into that. Is uh, this update that big update that they had to push? Yeah, it's finally okay. coming out. It was supposed to be out in May. Cool. Or originally scheduled to be out in May. Uh, but then, you know, the world went to shit. Yeah. And uh, now we're getting it this week. You know what? I'm all right with that. I needed a little bit of a break from Final Fantasy XIV. I'm ready to dive back in. <laughs> you played a lot of that game. Oh yes, I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could, I could, I could bring up the hour count right now. I have played exactly 454 hours. Wow! Wow! <laughs> That's a lot. That's not even a lot by the standards of some people I know that play that. Yeah. I know some Holy. people who have, like, well over 3,000 hours into Final Fantasy XIV. Holy shit. The thing is, there's totally Holy. things to do. It's not like they're doing the same shit over and over. There is totally shit to do. Um, but, yeah. That'll be something I, I'll talk about next week. Hopefully I can... Hopefully my... Hopefully they don't jump the uh, item level requirements for the new content too high because uh, I want to jump into that and get that stuff knocked out. Yeah. The, the new raid that's coming out. Um, I, uh, not, oh, okay. No, no, I was well, just about uh, to move us into the news here, but what what you got? Oh, I, uh, I wanted to throw in, I was going to try out um, Fall Guys. Okay. Oh, shit, uh, yeah, I played a couple rounds of that, too. I totally forgot that I did that. Well, how, how is it? Because the servers were down for maintenance when I tried, so... How was uh, that game? I played exactly two rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first round went okay. Uh, I eventually got eliminated on a team-based game, which felt very frustrating, considering that... <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I just don't like the idea of being eliminated because uh, from a battle royale kind of game. Because when you're queuing in solo, and it, you have to rely on other people to know what they're doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I see your point there. Uh, but that's whatever. I mean, I'll get to it eventually. But yeah, uh, the second game. Uh, I got to, like, the top ten and then disconnected, and that sucked. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's my experience. What I will say is Fall Guys is a perfectly fine thing to have in front of you while you're also drinking a beer and not really paying attention to what's happening in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Fall Guys is that great as a video game, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think it's very basic it's sure it's fun for a couple rounds but i don't know i don't people keep saying wow what a brilliant move they did the thing that rocket league did by releasing on ps plus and i'm just gonna say that hey i don't think this game will retain the sheer number of players that rocket league did all right yeah, it, I mean it's it's a fine thing. It's something that you can like you can just pick up and play around in like less than twenty minutes. And yeah, I don't know. I I just don't I I don't dig it all that much. I 
I think I don't like the style. I don't like the way these little dudes look like. I don't I don't like the fall guys. The fall guys I don't like the style of those fall guys. Right on. Alrighty. Well I uh I threw a another story in there, just to let you know. Okay. Uh, that I just I, saw. It's at oh. the bottom. Oh. Oh, I'm I'm on the wrong tab here. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, that that connects to another thing we'll talk about. So I'll just move that back down here. Okay. Well, we had another state of play this month. And it focused on some video games we already knew were happening. So I'm not going to dig too deep on any of this, any one thing here. But yeah. Tyler, did did you watch any of this? I watched a few I, of the trailers that or a few of the clip out videos here. But uh I I didn't watch the whole thing. I don't yeah, have time I, for that. I ended up watching the whole thing. I didn't watch it live, but just kind of threw it on while I was doing some other stuff and I mean it was fine. I mean there's certainly a couple games in here that I think look look cool, but uh, when everybody is incredibly hungry for news about PlayStation 5, especially price and release date, I feel like this was kind of like, bah, from the start. Mm-hmm. Um, I get that a number of games are still coming to PS4. PS4 still has a huge install base, but but still. Uh, like When I first saw, I think it was Monday morning or something, I opened IGN, like the first article was State of Play coming this Thursday, and I was like, fuck yes, here we go. And then I read the article, and it's just, you know, only focused on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation VR games. Um, Which, there was a little bit more PlayStation 5 stuff in here than I think they led on, but I think they were trying to kind of downplay the PlayStation 5 stuff to not get people overly hyped about what could be there. Um, But, uh, yeah, what, what, uh, I guess, what stood out to you? That you saw. Uh, I want to play that Control DLC. <laughs> yeah, that looks cool. That is the uh, Alan Wake expansion that's coming out August 27th. Mm-hmm. That did yeah. look cool. And then there is, uh, and then Bug Snacks. I'm always, <laughs> I'm more and more down for Bug Snacks. I could use a game like that. <laughs> that game looks completely weird. And not exactly what I thought the gameplay was going to be, but yeah, it does look like it could be a a good time. Um, other than that, I don't know much. Like, I mean, Temtem. That's that's a creature collecting game, kind of like Pokemon. That it's fun. I've been playing it in early access here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's coming to PlayStation Five. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I I don't give a shit about Godfall. I don't. <laughs> I don't care. So Godfall ended the presentation with like a big deep dive into it, and uh, for one, I thought the presentation of it was just kind of bad. It was it was like uh, a shield is good for this, a sword is good for this, and I'm like, okay, sure, but. At the same time, like, 
we've played a lot of video games, and I think people can pick this shit up. Like, show me what's more unique about your title. Um, but I also looked at that game, and I'm like, this game looks fucking gorgeous. It honestly does to me. And it's not a game I'm going to pick up immediately, but if it is on sale for super cheap, I can see this game being a, f- a fine game to play and zone out to and not really think about what's going on. But other than that, it doesn't look it doesn't look super exciting. And I think that's another reason why this state of play just wasn't maybe the greatest is because they ended on something that the majority don't really find super exciting and you know, even myself, I'm like they sold me a little bit more on Godfall, but not so much where I'm like, fuck, yes, I need this game. Sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I get that. Uh, I, You know what? I'm also... Uh, I'm not down on it, but I wonder how much I'm actually going to enjoy playing a new Crash Bandicoot. Oh. Okay. And why's that? I just don't... Look, don't get me wrong. I love those Crash Bandicoot games. But now mm-hmm. that I'm thinking about it, I'm not sure if I'd like another one of those. Mm. I just don't. I, I don't know if. Yeah, I'm not sure what what they what new stuff they do in a Crash Bandicoot. It's yeah, I I don't know. I'll I'll wait and see. But yeah, I'm. That's just a thought that ran across my head. I was like, oh yeah, Crash Bandicoot. They. They do cer- sure uh, play a certain way, and that's not the way I most games play anymore. And I wonder if I'll still like that, like running yeah. towards the camera. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll see on no sections. Those sections were never the the most fun sections of uh, Crash Bandicoot. Which uh, there is a section like that, very brief, in Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> Actually, when that happened, I was like. Oh, this is interesting. I haven't thought... seen this sort of thing in a while. Yeah. Um, but but I, I think that's a fair point. I think uh, that they sold me more on this game personally. Seeing seeing the gameplay there and in some of the new additions, uh, I think being able to play as different characters could be really interesting. Um, the levels look really fucking hard and. I wonder about that with Crash Bandicoot. Uh, we'll we'll see on that because I think about like Crash One, and yeah, that's a fine game, but that game is so fucking hard that it kind of kind of isn't super fun to me. Whereas Crash Two and Three, I felt like had a way better ramp up in difficulty, and those final levels in those games, yeah, they're hard, but they were they were uh, doable. And what I worry about with this game is, um, in a way, so there's different skins that you can unlock. I'm totally fine with that. I think that stuff's cool. But it's, you know Activision. Like, they're going to fucking start throwing microtransactions in in this game after it comes out. Much like they did with Crash Team Racing, uh, Nitro Fueled. And, like, they made a point to say there's no microtransactions in this game. And I'm like, well, I don't fucking believe you, to be honest with you. Uh, so we'll see on that. Uh, I, I am also of a, two minds of the amount of collectibles that seems to be in every level. 
One thing I liked about Crash Bandicoot games, especially the original ones, is the collectibles were cool, but there wasn't too many of them. And so it made it a little bit more special, I guess, to be getting the one, like certain ones, like the gems and crystals, which are a little bit harder to get. Um, so I just, I don't want that feeling to be taken away, but maybe maybe that challenge will still be there to get some of those other ones. But I don't know. I, I think this game could be cool. We'll see. I'm, I, I am curious to see what a modern Crash Bandicoot game, how that feels in uh, 2020 without the nostalgia factor of the original games being remade. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we'll see. Um, one that one thing that stuck out to me is uh, The Pathless. Um, I think this game looks pretty cool, and I feel like the gameplay could be fun, and that world could be pretty cool to explore, look pretty. So they sold me on that game a lot more. Um, but other than that, I mean, not... Not too much stood out to me. I think one thing that is really fucking cool is the Hitman 3 PlayStation VR support. You'll be able to play the entire Hitman trilogy in PlayStation VR, which I think is wild. That is a pretty cool thing. Um, and then just some of the other ones, Braid Anniversary Collections coming to PS4 and 5 early next year. Uh, Genshin Impact comes to PlayStation 4. Later this fall, Aeon Must Die, they revealed that. That's coming out to PS4, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, Anno Mutationum, that's coming to PlayStation 4. Vader Immortal, got of date, I think August 25th. Uh, Auto Chess, is this Dota Auto Chess, or is this something totally different? Do you know? This looks like something different. I, although okay. I, would, I wouldn't know what Dota looks like. Uh, okay. On first gotcha. glance. I'm not a Dota guy. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Well, there's an auto chess game coming to PS4 in October. A a game called The Pedestrians coming out January 2021, uh, which that game did look sort of interesting. Uh, trying to think how to describe it. Like, there's different pictures on a wall, for example, and you're moving this character through these various pictures, but you kind of got to connect dots Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit, almost like the witness, maybe in a way, connecting shit. I don't know. Could could be interesting. Um, and then hoods and outlaws, hoods, yeah, hood outlaws and legends, yeah. uh, which is a Robin Hood sort of tale, got announced. That's for PlayStation Five. That's being developed by Sumo Digital, pretty okay. sure. Which Sony kind of. Doing some... I haven't seen if this game is coming to Series X or PC or anything, but at least Sony really kind of partnering with Sumo Digital because they are also doing that that Sackboy game that they revealed. Oh, right, yeah. So. I, mm. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, I'm just reading a little bit here on, ahead on this uh, Aeon Must Die stuff, and oh, mm. boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. This seems like... Uh, it seems bad. We're we're getting into some bad news. We always have bad news every week, Tyler, don't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> seems we like do. this industry is just a factory that produces bad news. Yeah. Um Okay, so after Aeon Must Die appeared on this state of play thing, um there's some 
there's some noise about some bad shit going on, such as IP theft, abuse, uh, unbearable work conditions, and endless crunch. Um, so a lot of these uh, complaints, where where did they come out at here? Um, coming out on YouTube from I, I'm assuming an employee. Uh, and also there, there, there was a link to, uh, to a Dropbox folder that, yeah, had some, uh, had some material to, uh, that they wanted to get out there. Uh, some of these allegations against the CEO over there at Limestone, uh, Focus Home has come out and said that they are monitoring the situation. They're going to. They're gonna do an investigation, but yeah, this sound just from the outside. This sounds like a real, a real shit situation to be in as a developer. Um, your game gets shown off, but uh, you have to. I don't know. You have to acknowledge the fact that maybe it wasn't created in the best way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this this has kind of really overshadowed the reveal of this game, and I mean, for good reason, I guess. I mean, something's got to change if if this is the workplace environment that this game is developed in. That's it seems pretty pretty fucked up, especially you know the IP <laughs> gets being stolen. Like that's that's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, crunch isn't really the greatest thing either so yeah not good not good at all hopefully something changes over there yeah I but good for the developers for speaking out on it yeah uh, I I hope they uh, they get this resolved in a way that is uh, beneficial for the workers here because it sounds like management just uh, completely doesn't give a shit about them that Detail. It says here that they they don't even fucking talk to the employees. Really, they. Yeah, it seems like management is just trying to. Yeah, management created the situation and is not doing anything to alleviate it. And this is that's why the workers have decided to take this sort of action. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. All right. That's that's enough bummer shit, man. I. I, I get sick of talking about this bummer shit every fucking week. But there's we, just, yeah, like you just said, there's always just happening. so much of it. Yeah, absolutely. There's so much just chaos in this industry. And it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of got a, not a great uh, underbelly to it. Mm-hmm. This industry. Yeah. I guess a positive to transition um, is that there apparently are still plans for Sony to talk more about the PlayStation 5 this month oh, yeah. in August, as reported by Bloomberg. Um, so, you know, for those that are bummed out that not a lot of PlayStation 5 stuff in, um, in that state of play, I think still might happen. I mean, they got, they just got to reveal the date and price, man. I mean, God, it's time for one of these guys, one of these console manufacturers to just shit or get off the pot. 
I just don't get it with this. Yeah, I I mean, it's just so... It, it, this has been such a fucking weird year, and it's such a weird year to launch a console in. Like, yeah. So, there's a very large potential for one of these console manufacturers to come out looking like they're fucking tone deaf as hell. Like, it's fucking... It's if, they, if they price these consoles at six hundred dollars in right. this year, that would just make them look like utter asses. Yeah. But I where agree. do you put that price? Five hundred dollars sounds like it might be possible. Mm-hmm. But what if the competitor drops it down to four hundred dollars? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> and that's that's the thing. I think that's the thing that, that you know they're looking at each other with and saying, well, you know, maybe we can, maybe we'll drop the price depending on what they come out with, but we don't fucking, we don't fucking know what they're coming out with. Mm -hmm. So I just, I just would wonder, like, I, I would think with how challenging it is, like logistically to ship things around the world now, um, I would just think that you would want those pre-order numbers in to truly know so that you can plan things out a little bit better because you might need more time to plan those sort of things out. I don't know. It's just a thought I had. I could be wrong on that, but things are just different now than what they were probably thinking earlier in the year. Yeah, it's... uh, Yeah. I, I want to know... When and how much? <laughs> Please, Sony. Yeah. It's got it. The sooner they do it, like I don't know, like it. I I'm not I'm not entirely educated on these things, but I feel like the sooner you announce the price and date, the easier it is for people to uh, to plan around it. And, it, and yeah. like, it, the easier it is to understand, like, wh- what you have to do beyond the launch of your console. Like, it, is it going to just be like any other console launch, or are you going to have to do something else? Is, right. is the reaction to the price or whatever going to be such that you have to do something else, that you have to get ahead of something? Uh, I, I don't know. I, just, I, f- I feel like the later they leave it, the less flexible they can be. Yeah. Um, Completely agree with that. Really want to know. I mean, do you think... uh, Let's just... I'm just throwing out hypotheticals. Do you think they reveal the price of this console while also announcing more video games just in case that this thing is more expensive than they might want to, uh, to fully admit? But also announcing like, but hey, here's X, Y, and Z. This is also coming to this console. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just softened a blow, I guess, a little bit. Yeah, that that's a that's a tough one. Uh, and I I don't have the answers, or else you know I I'd, I'd be getting paid yeah. a lot more. Uh, yeah. But like, uh, <laughs> here's God of War two, guys. But our console's six hundred bucks. But look at his biceps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can see the sweat on Kratos' forehead now. I was about to 
go. I, I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that. <laughs> I mean, you could see the sweat trip off his balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Hey guys, we're bringing bringing back those those hot sex scenes oh, from the earlier Please God don't. Wars, and Please you can don't. see the sweat. Those were so bad. They were really bad. <laughs> very very bad. Oh well. Yeah. Uh, while we don't know the price or the date of the PlayStation 5, we do have some clarifying information on what uh, what current accessories will work on the PlayStation 5. Um, so, racing wheels? Hell yeah. Arcade sticks, flight sticks, they're all going to work on PS5. They're going to work with PlayStation 5 games and PlayStation 4 games. Uh, your headsets, they'll work. Uh, except, uh, except for the headset companion app. Why is there a headset companion app on the PlayStation yeah. 5? I don't why, why are we, at, why are we putting apps on this? You just got a TV that has apps. Now the PlayStation 5 is going to have apps for your headset. Yeah. I don't know. That might not even be that important. Who knows? And then the DualShock 4, Tyler. You'll be able to play it, play with it on the PlayStation 5, but only if you're playing PlayStation 4 games. I don't understand this. Is there not a way to make PlayStation 5 games compatible with the DualShock 4? Yeah. Is it is the is the DualSense controller that different? It doesn't look that different. It's got the same buttons on it. Yeah, it's got the same buttons. You can just map those <laughs> buttons over. It might not do that haptic feedback or anything, but you know, some people don't like Viper, don't like uh, the rumble. They turn that off. That's literally an option in some games is to turn rumble off. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's this seems seems bad. It seems bad. I feel like DualShock Four should just fucking work. Yeah, I I uh, I agree with you. It is a bummer. Um, I get it from their endpoint, but I think from just an overall consumer friendly standpoint, it's it's just a little bit of a bummer. Because on the flip side, Microsoft's like, you can use whatever controller we want. You want doesn't fucking matter. And at this point, with the way Microsoft's going, it wouldn't shock me if they're like Xbox 360 controllers work, y'all. Just do it. Who cares? Um, it, so it's just kind of a bummer. And, then, and like I also think of uh, like if you want to play local co-op with some of your friends, but you know they either forgot their controller or they don't have a PlayStation Five or whatever, and you you have all these PlayStation Four controllers around, it's like well we could use them, but oh wait, we can't. Even though they have the same fucking buttons on it, they just might not rumble, rumble in a cool way. You know, it just I don't know, it just kind of sucks. I I just think it would be a be a nice benefit to have, honestly, because I someone buying a PlayStation Five is probably primarily going to use the DualSense controller to play anything, but just because that's what's new and that's what's there. But still, just not having that option, I think, kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think one of the other things about this, like, 
other controller changes made sense. Like, they've added features, they've added buttons over the years. But from PlayStation, from the DualShock 4 to the DualSense, there doesn't seem to be anything that would stop you from being able to do that. To, yeah. From being able to just play games. Right. Like, for example, like, hey, if I want to plug my DualShock 4 into my PC, and then I plug in a DualSense into my PC, guess what? Those buttons are all going to be mapped to the same buttons. Yes. It's... It, it makes less and less sense because the controllers aren't that different. Right. Like, the sticks are still going to move your fucking character. You yeah. Know? It's... <laughs> like, it doesn't... It just doesn't matter. It's just kind of a bummer. I mean, at least the other peripheries or uh, peripherals um, that they work, I think that would be a huge bummer if, like, the racing wheels wouldn't work. If, if my racing wheel did not work... On- I'm actually looking to upgrade, but if a yeah. racing wheel, if I owned a racing wheel that I plan to use for another five years, and then the new console comes out and it's like, no, you can't fucking use that racing wheel, but look at all these fucking awesome racing games, and hey, look, this new Logitech wheel is coming out, licensed for PlayStation, and you can use that, Yeah, I'd be, I'd be pissed. But thankfully, yeah, thankfully that's not the case, and we can just use all our old equipment. Yeah. It also kind of makes me laugh. Like, it's good that the PlayStation Move controllers will work because I believe they said uh, PlayStation VR is backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, you guys got to make new PlayStation Move controllers, man. At this point, that's like two generations. <laughs> <Get Yeah. home. laughs> it's time to upgrade that. I, I would imagine if they're going to do another PlayStation VR headset, they'll have new controllers, but... They've got Damn. it. Those move controllers are so silly. They do big they fucking are. colorful orbs. Yeah, they really are. Uh, Alright. Um, well, I, I mentioned it, this Logitech wheel. It's a, it's a new racing wheel. Um, I have yet to spot any key differences between this and my current wheel. I currently have the Logitech G29, uh, and this wheel looks identical to it. The interface looks identical. Um, it doesn't. They they added a new spring to the to the brake pedal, but that's that's not the thing I want. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like this, this doesn't seem like that much of an upgrade. Yeah. Interesting. Four hundred bucks. Yeah, four hundred dollars. Um, yeah, I don't know. The thing is, the racing wheel that I want, Tyler, please remain seated. The racing wheel <laughs> I want is about fourteen hundred dollars. Holy moly! And what what does that do? Like, how how much better is that? Okay, so. The thing with these Logitech wheels is that they're small. They're not the size of a fucking of, <laughs> of a wheel that you'd have in a car. Uh, so you don't get as as precise of movement with it as you could with one of these bigger wheels. Um, also, the force feedback in is is a lot stronger. The motors that give you the feedback are a lot stronger than the wheel I want. 
um, wheel I want all... Well, the thing is, uh, with the Logitech wheels, you can actually feel it, like, kind of clicking as you, like... Like, when you turn it, like, you can feel, like, oh, there's there's a click point, there's a click point. It, with the other wheel that I'm looking at, it's it's a lot smoother. Like, the input is a lot smoother. It doesn't, like... I'm not sure how the input gets sensed in there, mm-hmm. but it it's it's a lot smoother. You can get a lot of... You can... What I'm trying to say is I can go faster on a better wheel. I, I need better yeah. equipment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just need, uh, a, need a better car. Yeah, the big the <laughs> I, the biggest difference though is in the brake pedal. Uh, mm. One of the things that these Logitech wheels do that and, and pedals do that I don't like is that it's it's a progressive spring, um, which means like the brakes go harder the further you push the pedal down, which is not how brakes actually work. It, the braking system in cars is hydraulic, and it's, like, about how hard you press the pedal down, not how far you press it down. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you don't get that kind of simulation with uh, with the Logitech pedals, but um, the pedals I'm looking at have this thing called a load cell in there that senses how hard you, how hard you actually press it down. Uh, okay, that makes sense. So, yeah. Those, those are the main differences. Sounds like a good wheel. Yeah, I mean... This this G923 is perfectly good. It's it's a great wheel for uh, people who aren't into the most simulation of racing. Like this, they say this this will work with the. This has this true force thing, whatever Logitech's bullshit force feedback accuracy thing is. It's some sort of proprietary uh, firmware in there. Um, but. It, it, it's it's a good enough wheel for most people. That's what I'm trying to say. But mm. I, I'm, I'm not most people. I'm not like them. <laughs> <laughs> I need to squeeze every bit of performance I can. Right. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah. If you're interested in a racing wheel, the Logitech line of wheels is just fine. Although, uh, what I will say is that I don't see too much... For people to upgrade to this over, say, if you have a G twenty nine or, gotcha, whatever. Um, but yeah, man, we've managed to come back to racing. Managed to come always, back to always. It always comes back to racing. Uh, all right, let's see. Shit, what, where where do we want to go from here? Uh, we have PS four sales numbers. They sold one hundred and twelve million PS fours. Great, yes. fantastic. Uh, <laughs> down to one point nine over the last quarter, which the previous quarter was three point two. So sales definitely declining. What I think is a staggering fact. Now the pandemic probably has played a lot into this. Seventy four percent of all PlayStation games last quarter were digital sales. Mm. So the digital future of video games are. Certainly, uh, moving forward, I- I'll I'll say I haven't bought a physical video game in a long time, probably since the holidays. Oh Christ! I think um, I think Control might have been the last uh, physical game I bought. Hmm. I'm trying to remember what the last one. Like I did not get Final Fantasy physical. I didn't buy Doom Eternal. So it's probably something around Christmas time last year that I 
probably got physical. I uh, uh yeah, I'm definitely with PlayStation Five. I'm I'm moving more digital. It, it is nice. It's super super duper convenient. Um, but that's I just thought that was a staggering statistic. Um, and then uh, they sold 91 million games last quarter. 18 and a half of them being first-party titles. So mm. those games selling very well. Um, PlayStation Plus subscriptions up to 44.9 million. Wow. And uh, number of unique accounts engaged with PlayStation Network, 113 million monthly active users. So Sony uh, doing very well. I also, it's not in this article, but I also heard that they made two billion dollars off of microtransactions. Microtransactions, um, not necessarily from Sony games, but uh, you know, because they make thirty percent off of everything sold on on their platform, basically. So that says a lot. If they made that much money only taking a cut of those microtransactions, you know, they make a lot, a lot of money in this industry. People still buy microtransactions as yeah much as you might not like I mean, that yep a lot of a lot of kids with their parents credit cards yeah absolutely and how much of that was just fortnite dude i don't want to think about it i i just <laughs> i generally don't want to think about fortnite but no, i definitely either. don't want to think about fortnite microtransactions yeah uh, i also don't care necessarily to think too much about Doom Eternal anymore. That came out this year. It did. <laughs> it did. I almost... Oh, man. I almost forgot. But uh, there's going to be a campaign expansion for that game. Uh, Doom Eternal also come. You, you'll get a next-gen upgrade for Doom Eternal. Cool. Uh, I'm sure that game would play very well on a PS5. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it also played well on on a nice PC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Doom Eternal, this uh, this, uh, this campaign is called The Ancient Gods. Uh, and I, I'm going to guess that you're killing these ancient gods. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine. Where do you think the difficulty lands in this expansion? What do you mean? Just be... Like, like the end of Doom Eternal was fucking crazy in terms of combat and and uh, kind of difficulty. Yeah, but like, do you the think thing is the way the way they right did that? difficulty in that last section though was uh, we're just going to dump a ton of shit at you. Right. I, exactly. I hope it's different. I hope it's a different kind of difficulty where they introduce new enemy types that mm-hmm. not necessarily like the Marauder because I think the Marauder might be bad. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, but I don't like yeah. that enemy. I yeah, I, I I hope they just create like more interesting uh, encounters, and yeah, I'm I'm just thinking back. I like the other Doom, the 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 Doom game, the 2016's Doom's combat arenas a little bit better than Doom Eternal. Yeah, I would agree with you. Uh, but yeah, I yeah, it, this this is coming. Well, there's a trailer coming August 27th. The, the online games I forgot they're doing an online gamescom yeah yeah I don't know what to make of like you know because there's this whole opening night live show 
that Jeff Keighley's doing, will there be big reveals there? I don't know. Jeff is like... I think about, like, the Game Awards. Like, he can show off, like, some of the biggest shit in the industry there, but then sometimes, you know, a year goes by where, like, you know, maybe the announcements weren't the biggest thing there. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like last year when we were like, did did they really just reveal the new Xbox? Mm-hmm. That's what? <laughs> Is that it? So, well, you see, now uh, we're going to get the price and date on August 27th yeah. on the opening night live. Yeah. Yeah. What What if we got price and date for both consoles? Right <laughs> yeah. There. They just, they, they both come out together and they both have like an envelope and they hand it to Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then in those <laughs> envelopes, it says, if this, then that, and then Jeff yeah. has to make sense of it all <laughs> That would actually be very fucking cool, and I love that idea so much. I really, really hope that happens. Uh, oh, that makes me happy. I guess speaking of reveals this month, uh, we're going to get a Call of Duty announcement next week. Finally. I mean, it's it's Black Ops Cold War. The Doritos told us. Yes, they did. <laughs> the The prophetic Doritos bag. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what that is. It's going to be like the latest announcement for a new Call of Duty in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, and like, I really, uh, they have to really, uh, really wow me in order for me to really want to buy this Call of Duty game. Because Modern Warfare is still incredible and. I don't know. I, I just feel like I'd rather stick with Modern Warfare than move on to something new. We'll see. Plus, you know, apparently, you know, they said during a, an earnings call that this new game is going to integrate with Warzone very tightly, I think is their wording on that one. So, I don't know. Hmm. Had a lot of convincing to do, for me at least. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see. Let, let's be real. It's going to be another Call of Duty game. I mean, yeah, they've tip, they've been pretty okay, pretty good actually. Um, yeah, and um, I'm sure this game will sell well. Bobby Kotick will make all his money and just lay everybody off because that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a shame. Uh, also, somewhat. A shame, actually, both of these things. Somewhat a shame. Uh, the producer of Street Fighter, Yoshinori Ono, is leaving after 30 years. Well, almost 30 years. Um, but that dude is, like, synonymous with Street Fighter. Every time I see that dude, I'm like, yo, that's the Street Fighter dude. Yeah. And now he's now he's going away. Uh, this comes on the back of, like, also... There was other Street Fighter news, but neither of us play Street Fighter, so I didn't put it in here. But there's new characters coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is... Yeah, I wonder what he's going to do. I wonder if he's just going to retire. Dude, this dude's done so much for Street Fighter. Street Fighter's such an iconic brand that I don't think he has anything else to prove. Unless he just, you know, creatively really wants to do something else. Mm-hmm. But. He wants to make visual novels now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm just reading this this, um, 
paragraph at the bottom, even some other franchises he's been involved in. Ono began his career at Capcom working on Mega Man Battle and Chase for the original PlayStation as a music composer before he went to work on Street Fighter Alpha 3 as sound manager. He would go on to help with many games, including Devil May Cry, Onimusha, Resident Evil Outbreak, and more. Yeah. I Interesting. Yeah. I'll miss seeing that dude. He always had an energy about him when he came out on E3 stages. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Alright. Also, kind of bummer news for everyone who doesn't... who isn't already into PlayStation. But also... I don't give a fuck about this game. Spider-Man <laughs> is yeah. a character in Marvel's Avengers and is going to be an exclusive to PlayStation. A free exclusive. You'll be able to play as Spider-Man if, you, if you're playing Marvel's Avengers on PlayStation. Yes. I don't really care. I don't. Um. I don't give a damn about this game. Because you know what they have to do? They, if they put Spider-Man in as a free DLC that's PlayStation exclusive, they either have to like create even more content exclusively for Play- PlayStation to make Spider-Man fit in that game, or he's just there. And it, the game doesn't necessarily acknowledge that, hey, Spider-Man's part of this story. Spider-Man's not going to be part of this story. No, he's not necessarily going to be part of the story, but I think I did see that he's going to get, like, Kind of like Hawkeye when they release him post-launch. Like, he's going to get his own little, I guess, story piece. It's not going to be huge, but there's going to be, like, content around him that people on Xbox or PC are never going to get to play. And I just think this is, like, I, I get it. You know, Sony... Base, you know, they they have the rights to Spider Man. You know, I they probably have put down a large chunk of change to get Spider Man into this game exclusively for their platform to align themselves with Avengers. Which, whether you uh, aren't into this game or not, Avengers is still a huge brand to have yourself aligned with, and um, plus, it's just Spider Man, and then people are going to be playing this game on their platform and they're going to you know make them all the money off of that too it's i I get it from a business side but it's just i just think this stuff this sort of stuff is a total fucking bummer and really just not not great like i think about um sony and destiny and destiny 2 like there was a ton of exclusive content in like weapons strikes in the PlayStation version of Destiny that Xbox or PC players, well, mostly Xbox, because uh, it wasn't on PC for a while, but but they just didn't even get to have. And I just I just think that that stuff's pretty... It, it's anti-consumer, but on the flip side of that, kind of like a devil's advocate, like, Sony has no, I guess, obligation to make someone playing on Xbox happy. You know what I mean? Hence, part of the reason with the whole pushback on crossplay and stuff like that. Like, like they just... Their only obligation is to make people playing on PlayStation happy. And this is a... This is a way to do that. I just... 
I just think it's a bummer. Yeah, but does it make people on PlayStation unhappy if Spider-Man can be played on other platforms? I don't. I don't think it does, personally. And Spider-Man has has appeared in other video games as well yeah. on other platforms. Yeah, it's and just that's, that that's what's weird. Weirdly, they want to get behind this game, which, man, I, I'm not going to be. I'm not, this is the last time I'm going to say it. This game doesn't look like it's going to be the blockbuster game that maybe they hope it is. It doesn't look like it's going to be the we'll game see. of the generate. It isn't going to be the game that uh, kicks off that uh, sends off this generation with in the in the sunset. Yeah, probably not. But I do think this this game's going to uh, be successful, though, for sure. For how wise. long do you think this game has legs? Do you think this game will stick around? I think that all depends on what the, I guess, the story, the content, and the end game is. A.K.A. what Anthem lacked. You know? <laughs> like, the gameplay might not have been what's wrong with Anthem, but like, the story wasn't great. The end game wasn't there. The content was not not there, and it was very repetitive. Like, if they don't nail those things that a live service game needs to have, then I don't see this game having legs. But at the same time, I feel like this game has a way better shot because of its property. Because it's Marvel, and because it's Avengers, and those those things are huge. Yeah, I, I, and, you I know, guess. it also depends on, I guess, what their post post launch support is like outside of just new characters. Too like you got to keep people satisfied so that it can have legs. Um, with I, I guess, like a big question too is like, will it have legs beyond this year? Mm-hmm. And if so, how much? Just because there are still so many other games that. You know, by the time November rolls around, we're going to get new Destiny stuff. Yeah. Assassin's Creed's going to be out. Watch Dogs, new consoles, you know, Cyberpunk. Like, <laughs> that's a lot yeah, to Yeah, this, this game might be dead two attention. months after launch. It, it, it could be. It could be. We'll, we'll see. And, you know, how much content is, is there? Are people going to burn through it and then just be like, hey, I don't really feel like coming back to this because... Cyberpunk comes out in in a month or something, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm very curious. I'm going to uh, I'm going to hop into that beta next weekend. I really want to just see what this game's about. Okay. Check it out. So. All right. Uh, on to another game that I don't give a damn about. Maybe I just don't like superheroes. Maybe not. Suicide Squad. That's a game. That Rocksteady is making. We know what Rocksteady is making now. It is Suicide Squad. Yes. And you know what? (laughs) I almost feel bad for them, considering what that movie was probably while they were (laughs) in an earlier stage of development in this game. Yeah, I think the movie does hurt the overall name of Suicide Squad, unfortunately. Um We'll see, though. I, I like the image that they put out. It's basically, you know, got the Suicide Squad logo with basically almost like a target over Superman's head. So it makes it seem like the whole rumor of 
the title being Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is probably going to be correct in some fashion, and that's kind of exciting to me in a way. I'm not a huge Suicide Squad fan, but I think that story has a lot of potential to it. And then I think Rocksteady's just a great developer, so I, I, I have faith that this game is going to be good for sure. Um, plus, it's just, I guess, one thing that, a couple other things about this. One, the way they revealed it is kind of like, okay, you know. <laughs> People have wondered what Rocksteady's been doing for so long. And then this was a huge rumor, too. So when they reveal it's kind of like when Microsoft officially revealed Fable at their uh, Xbox Game Showcase recently. It was just like, okay, cool. Like, thanks, but like everybody kind of knew what this was This doesn't happening. have the impact that you think it has. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And then also just kind of revealing something that should have a lot of hype behind it, behind a tweet, I think is is interesting. I think the only reason why they did that was to get people hyped up and tuned into this whole DC fandom thing. Um, August 22nd, which they'll probably show a trailer for at least. But, you know, this game's been in development, I think, since 2016, when not long after they finished um, Batman Arkham VR. But it's apparently still... A long ways away which I'm like holy shit <laughs> like that's a long time dude so I really don't think we'll be seeing much of this game when DC Fandom comes out and then the last and I don't know if this is confirmed but I've heard several people talk about it and, and read some articles about it apparently this game might be a live service game and if that's the case my excitement immediately goes down. Kind of like Avengers, in a way. Okay. Like, I just I just don't want to... I just don't really want a live-service superhero game, but maybe, I don't know, maybe Avengers or, or this game could, could change my mind. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, we'll see. I feel like I already have enough live-service games in my life. Exactly. Exactly. There's so many of them. So uh, many of them. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the battle royale. Like, sure, a new one comes around now and then, but Fortnite's always going to be there. Same mm-hmm. same with uh, these live service games. You know, Destiny's always going to be right there. Mm-hmm. And probably doing things probably because just by nature of having done it for so long, just doing things better than any of these new games trying to get in on it. Right. Yeah. It's somewhat hard to want to invest into a new live service game when you've invested so much time into another one. I've played almost uh, 500 hours of Final Fantasy 14. I don't yeah. need I I would not play another MMO. Like I like even if an MMO came out that from an IP that I enjoy. I'm just trying to think of something because apparently I just hate everything according to the internet. Everyone just thinks I hate everything. Uh but <laughs> say uh say like man What's something I like, Tyler? <laughs> you like I'm, racing. <laughs> there's not going to be a racing MMO. Or <laughs> okay. will there be? I don't know. That'd be fun. Ah. But yeah, like, I, it's it's just, yeah, like you said, it's, it's hard to get invested in something that's playing in the same space of another thing that you already invested time into. Yeah. Like, I liked The Division 2. 
that was a, a fun game, but I kind of dropped off of it, and it's just kind of hard for me to really sink as much time into the Division 2 as I've done with Destiny. Like, Destiny's probably always going to be that game for me. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be hard to want to sink so many, like, hundreds of hours into something else. Really got to grab me. But Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure this. I'm sure these, these games are... A lot of fun with for the kids who have unlimited time to play games because yeah. Yeah. we sure shouldn't be sending them back to school. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh well. Uh, so yeah, I guess. I guess it would make sense that Rocksteady might not be up for sale as well as uh, NetherRealm. Warner Brothers Interactive, it might not be up for sale anymore. Maybe they were yeah. just exploring the market when they said that they were up for sale. Maybe AT&T was like, well, you know what? We could make a little bit of money right now. That, that would be nice. But then, uh, yeah, I guess it's not happening. Yeah. If, if these rumors are to be believed. Yeah. This comes from uh, Wayne or Warner Media CEO Jason Kyler that um, kind of spoke during an update, I guess. Last week, where he said, Warner Brothers Interactive remains part of the studios and networks group. Uh, we have a very strong interactive team of about 2,000 software developers that tell interactive stories. The opportunity to go global with that is very, very big as well. This makes it seem like they are not up for sale. Hmm. But, I don't know. I would imagine if one of these publishers came in with the right price. Yeah, and also that's, that's kind of a statement that, like, hey, maybe we can get someone to pay even more if we say this. Right. So I don't fully believe that they're still not up for sale. But still, it's got to be kind of, I mean, I guess we talked about it a couple of weeks ago with that whole Harry Potter RPG. But, you know, with that and... What Rocksteady and Warner Brothers Montreal has going on, whatever's next for NetherRealm. It's got to be hard to, you know, develop a new game with with that potentially always being kind of in the back of your mind. Like, we could be sold, like, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and everything what, and could change. And what do the new owners do? Do they, right. do they gut it out and try to make as much money as they can? or mm-hmm. Because that's the Correct. kind of system we live under now. Yep. <sighs> Uh, oh, well. I think that's it for news, though. I think, that, yeah. I think that's all we got. Big, meaty week yeah. for news. And then we'll have some some Call of Duty to talk about next week. Yeah. Oh, man. When's Madden out? Because <laughs> that's, that's when it starts, right? That's when yeah. it... When it <laughs> Typically, I, th- I think end of August is when right. Madden typically out. Still planning on doing an NFL season, aren't they? They are, and I like. I see, um, you know, watching uh, IndyCar, or NASCAR, or whatever on NBC. Like they have ads of like some big sporting events coming up that is on NBC. One of them being the NFL kickoff September 10th, and I'm like, that's not that okay. far away. That's, no, that's that's like a month from now, and, and I, I just still feel like I haven't heard too much about 
the NFL's plan for trying to make a season happen because they're not doing a bubble and it seems like the bubble works like with the NBA and NHL seems like it's been pretty successful no one is positive in the bubble so they can play no problem and then you have the MLB Um, who isn't doing the bubble and correct a shit ton of uh, positive cases correct and you have to cancel games and all sorts of stuff and you know what happens when that when that happens I I uh I get the NFL trying to make something happen. Their business, these players want to play. So, I mean, a number of them have opted out. But what I just think is the most fucked up side of football right now is actually the college side. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe that these these big uh, conferences are trying to pull off a season in like literally a month from now. And it is entirely greedy and completely for money in my opinion and these kids are not getting compensated in any fucking way like if you're an NFL player you're getting paid for that that's your choice you know to play but these these kids they're not getting paid or anything like how I just I that's I don't understand that at all that is corporate I mean, the, greed the whole, at its finest the to whole, me uh college athletics thing has been fucked for a while like those kids generate so much money for for these schools and for like for television and they don't fucking see a see a cent of that Uh, and it's yeah it's been yeah been really really bad for a while and uh it it only gets worse when 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 things like covid come up yeah i mean i'm i'm of the mind that college athletes should be paid in some way. I mean, I'm not saying that uh, they need to be making millions of dollars out here, but goddamn, <laughs> these schools are just profiting left and right from all of this stuff. It's yeah. kind of ridiculous. It's just completely ridiculous. All right. Well, <laughs> that sure is a thing, man. Yeah, we'll see how that works. Uh, Indy 500, man. Oh, coming yeah. up, they had to, they had to say no fans because people just can't you know do can't be smart and uh, I guess I guess uh, the numbers went up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are these are not numbers that you want to see uh, see going up <laughs> um, for sure. Man, looking forward to the Indy Five Hundred regardless, though. Yeah, I think IndyCar should have been racing this weekend, but. Yeah, they that those races got postponed. Yeah, uh, have they come out with uh, with a lineup of who's racing the five hundred? I don't think so yet. Maybe they have. I, I've not. I'm just not curious seen if Fernando Alonso is going to have another go at it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Land- I'm not sure. Lando Norris should come and do the Indy five hundred. Oh, that'd be awesome. I would love to see any of these F1 drivers hop in and fucking try to win the Indy 500. I think that'd be exciting. Fucking let's uh, let's throw Lewis Hamilton in in an Indy car, race him in the 500, and see how good of a driver he is there. He'd I think com- that'd be fascinating. He'd, he'd complain about the tires. Yeah, probably. And then still probably. win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucking here we are talking about racing again, but. 
Did you see the post-race interview that they did with uh, Valtteri Bottas? Yeah. He was, like, pissed. He, yeah. I mean, rightfully so. They, like, Absolutely. I, think they, I think they're screwing him. Yeah, I, I think they completely fucking screwed him out of that. Yeah. I was like, damn. And you just re-signed with them, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But. All right. Well, I think um, the weekend of the Indy 500... We should try to record on a Saturday or something if we can. Yeah. Because I, I really want to uh, watch that race live. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, we can, we can we'll arrange that. that. Yeah. Uh, but we should really, we, we really should stop the show because it's just racing again. <laughs> it is. We've gone an hour and a half and probably a solid third of that is about racing. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not sorry. I think y'all should. Uh, yeah. I think if you ain't into racing, y'all ought to get into some racing. Honestly, racing's where it's at, man. Yeah, love racing. Uh, if you have questions about like what racing you should watch <laughs> or video <laughs> games, I guess you could ask us about video games too. You can do that a couple of ways. One way is via email at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail dot com. Or via Twitter at PS Report Podcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel. I don't know why I stumbled on that. Tyler YouTube channel. Tyler's YouTube channel. His YouTube channel is plugged on vids. They do music reviews, other Correct. stuff, lists. They they love lists. Oh yeah. Y'all 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 do any lists lately? Y'all planning um, on any lists? Yeah, we we actually did one. It's not up yet. Um, and it's kind of hilarious because the new one doesn't come out till April of next year. But Keith and I ranked all the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because we can. So I got I just got to edit it and put it up. But yeah, we're going to... Our most popular videos we do are ranking albums from various metal bands so mm-hmm. we got a couple of them in the works those just take a lot of time to do because uh we re-listen to every single album that a band has front and, to back <laughs> oh yeah 100 percent. and then we put them all in an order separately and then kind of bring it together figure out the the right list but um if a band has like fucking 18 albums oh, it takes God. a long time to put them together and yeah they're fun though yeah maybe we should do some of them with video games oh rank the final fantasies uh yeah <laughs> you've played two of them two yep i've played two of them <laughs> oh great um but well yeah. rank rank those final fantasies right now uh well i haven't finished seven yet so i can't fully say because okay. that could change right. but but I'll, I I might have to say I enjoy seven more than fifteen okay. so far. All right, we'll see. Well, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, we'll be back next week with all this, all of whatever this is. Probably talking about the F one race. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I'll probably talk about finishing up my F one twenty twenty season. Yeah. And that that should be fun. Uh, but until next week. Be good to each other, play your video games, and... Vroom, vroom.